0: Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by HP. Live wirelessly, print wirelessly. Hi there. My name's Chris Paulette. I'm an editor here at How Stuff Works. Welcome to the podcast. Today I have with me writer Jonathan Strickland. Hey there. We're going to talk about how it's not easy being green or it could be easy being green. I mean, we do live in the uh, the 21st century, the era of the paperless office. Right.
0: Yeah. You don't see paper anywhere. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that paperless office. I don't know about <laughs> you. Um, before, before my tenure here at How Stuff Works, uh, I, I lived the life of, a, uh, of a, a lowly worker in a consulting firm, and, uh, and I won't name names. I'm not going to name where I worked or anything like that, but I will say there were people who were notorious for uh, having their assistants uh, retrieve emails, print them to paper, and then hand them over, thus negating any use for
1: email whatsoever in my eyes. Actually, one of my big pet peeves is walking over to the printer – and this has happened in many places I've worked – uh walking over to the printer – Picking up my print job and looking down to see a stack of paper about the size of a pack of paper sitting there for old print jobs that people have never picked up. Right, and I'm sure I probably have contributed to that stack from time to time. But sure, yeah, uh, you, you
0: send something to a group printer and then you get distracted and then you forget that it's just sitting there and then you realize you never really needed it in the first place. Exactly. So there's all, there's a human element to to printing that obviously we could adjust to make things better, but that's not the only thing we can do to to help make printing uh, more environmentally friendly. In fact, there are a lot of manufacturers that are looking into various uh, solutions to make printing uh, have less of an impact on the environment.
1: That's true. Uh, one of the leading uh, manufacturers who are who are doing that at this point is Xerox. Right, um, they actually have a number of different initiatives. Uh, not picking on on just Xerox or others, but um, it was just earlier this year that CNET did an article on something that Xerox is doing. Uh, some researchers in the Palo Alto Research Center. Um, you may or may not have heard of it, but they've done all kinds of amazing computing things over the past few decades. And uh, one of the things they've come up with is reusable paper.
0: Yeah, it's uh, really cool. This paper um, is coated with a, a photosensitive chemical. And um, what happens is the chemical turns dark when uh, when it's hit with UV light, um, so ultraviolet light. Uh, you see, what essentially what we're talking about here is a printer that prints disappearing ink. Uh, the right now they're talking about between uh, 16 and 24 hours the ink would fade away and you would come back to a sheet of paper that looks just like it did when you first put it into the printer. And you may say, well, what's what good is that? You know, if you print something and it just goes away. Well, there are a lot of uses actually. I mean, you wouldn't want to use it for legal documents. That would be a bad use, <laughs> but a good use would be for, let's say you have a restaurant and your restaurant does daily specials. Well, instead of wasting paper every day, printing out these daily specials, you could use the same paper to print out your daily special and then the next day it'd be ready to go and print again. And in fact, Xerox has a printer that by design uh, will wipe a page clean of of its uh, print and then print a new page directly on there. So you, the same piece of paper, you just run it through, even if the ink has not faded yet, it bathes the uh, paper in ultraviolet light at such an intensity that it immediately wipes the page clean and then prints it anew. So you, you can keep using the same paper until essentially the paper wears out and it won't feed through the printer anymore.
1: So that's, it's basically erasing the paper. Right. You know, right. Uh, like you would a, a magnetic storage device or something like that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You can, uh, and it, it's making paper more like, a more like a, an electronic document in a way because <laughs> you can just run it through a little machine and it clears it and gets it ready for the next pass.
1: You know, I, uh, when we were doing research on this podcast, I found an article, uh, from the New York Times from November 2006. Uh, something obviously that uh, that park has been working on for some time um and an anthropologist working for park named uh, Brenda Delal uh said that people are generally using paper in offices for display. Uh what that means is what what that means is that essentially rather than printing stuff off so that you can save a copy of that, you know, put it in your archives, put it in your files and keep it. Uh what people are using it for is for meetings. They're printing out uh presentations and other things that You would distribute it at meetings, and once they're done, they are discarding them. Uh, And I think that's one of the things that one of the reasons that Park is working on something like this because you could uh, print print these things out on this reusable paper, distribute them for the meeting, and then when the meeting is over, instead of throwing it in the recycle bin and using the paper and the toner and the energy to print that. Um, you can just turn back in, turn turn the sheets back in, and have them reused later, which is very very cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty neat, and and like you mentioned, there there are other companies that are looking into this kind of thing too. A few years ago, a Toshiba came out with a device that um and a, a printing method that uses a, a special kind of ink. It's actually got three components in it. Two of them give it a color and a third one removes the color when heat is applied. So the idea is that you would run this paper through the printer, you print out your documents, comes out in kind of a bluish uh tint, which is uh they they actually called the ink E blue. <laughs> and you can hand out the documents and everyone reads them and when they're done they can hand them back to you. And then you would run them through a machine that's essentially a, a, a heater. Uh, you'd run it through, and it would erase the ink from those pages, so you could use the paper again. Same sort of concept with Xerox, except instead of using ultraviolet light, you're using infrared radiation, or otherwise known as heat. <laughs> um, and, but it's the same sort of idea: recycling paper so that you, you're not taking as big a toll on the environment. Because that's that's one thing, you know, that's something that separates printers from other electronic devices like computers and and things like that. You you have the The energy requirement of the device itself. That plays a factor in how environmentally friendly or unfriendly it is. If it's energy star enabled, for example, or versus not enabled. But then you have the hardware version of it. You have the, the toner, you have, or ink, you have the, uh, the paper. So you have things that make an environmental impact beyond just the energy needed to run the device.
1: That's true. Um, other things that you may not be thinking about when you consider your printer uh, are the amount of low-level ozone that's pumped out. If you walk by the exhaust port on your uh, um, printer um, and you don't drop a couple proton torpedoes in it to blow it up, um, you'll notice that there's it's what seems like hot air. Well, that's actually ozone, uh, and you know it can actually be a a pollutant at low levels. Uh, you know, it, you might say, well, hey, maybe my printer's helping fill that hole in the ozone layer. Well, it's not. It stays down here. Right. You know, where we are, and it's actually a, a low level pollutant. Right. It's not good down here. No. It's good up there, but not down here. Right. And then you have the, uh, the print cartridges. If you have an inkjet printer, they're, uh, they're plastic and, and they can be recycled. Actually, uh, tree hugger, which is sort of a, uh, and, and, and strange way, a sister site to uh, HowStuffWorks.com, Treehugger had an article about toner cartridges being recycled into lumber uh, or downcycling where you can actually press it into plastic furniture. Um, so at least you can do something with those. But there are other things too. The, the ink in those and the toner in laser printers is toxic. That stuff is actually dangerous. So when you change the, the toner cartridge in your laser printer, make sure you wash your hands afterwards because that's actually dangerous uh, stuff. You don't want to, to be exposed to it for a long time.
0: And, and the recycling goes the other way too. Uh, HP printers are uh, using inkjet cartridges that are made from recycled uh, plastic bottles. Interesting. So yeah, so you've got you've got it coming and going in that case. Um, so yeah, there there are a lot of companies. You know, HP is actually leading in several areas as far as uh uh the the environmentally friendly printing initiatives go. Um, they're also looking at discontinuing using uh harmful chemicals when they're producing their printers. So uh Things like, uh, uh, PVC and everything, anything that could possibly have toxins in it, because e waste is becoming a bigger problem too. What do you do with your electronics when they've lived out their useful life and you've upgraded? You know, if you just dump it into the, 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 the dump, there could be toxic chemicals that leach out and, and that's a, a whole new problem. So a lot of companies are looking into alternative ways of building their devices so that they don't have these harmful, chemicals and, and metals, uh, to, to begin with, which is a, you know, that's, that's a
1: good step in the right direction too. And, uh, another thing that I discovered, uh, was this free software from GreenPrint, uh, which highlights and removes blank pages from your documents.
0: That's I want it. I, I'm going to have to sign up for the free, uh, the free trial immediately because I, I read about this. Not only does it not print blank pages, but it can detect when you have a page that's just, say, a header and a footer and there's nothing else there. So it's not totally blank, but it can detect that and not print that page as well. Now, if any of you have ever printed a web page, like sent a web page straight to print, you've probably ended up with that final piece of paper that has nothing useful on it whatsoever. Greenprint, theoretically eliminates that, right?
1: That That's true. Uh, I have no idea what it would do for those manuals that have this page intentionally left blank on it, however.
0: Right. <laughs> well, that's, that's well, really fine, for duplex printing anyway. So that, we're talking true. about single side printing here.
1: And that's true. If your printer uh, supports duplex printing, which is printing on both sides, you're using one last piece of paper. Right. Um, I, we have a printer here in the office that I prefer to use because it prints on both sides of the paper. There are also... Other initiatives, Ricoh, another printer manufacturer from Japan, for a while in the 1990s was working on a system that would remove the toner from the paper and it would work up to 10 times. But apparently the company is no longer offering this, mm. uh, according to the article in the New York Times that I read. So uh, I'm guessing that it, it didn't take off. Maybe it was uh, ahead of its time if it was in the 1990s and people weren't uh, as interested in conserving before the costs of energy were increasing um, but another thing that would, would, uh, actually use its own electricity to power it, um, in November for the anniversary cover of Esquire magazine, it's going to use e-ink, electronic ink, um, which is essentially a series of plastic capsules that have dye in them. And when a charge is applied to one side, it pulls the dye to that side. And when it is pulled to the other, the charges Applied to the other side of the electronic paper, uh, the die is pulled to that side. So in effect, what it does is it can, you can actually change what it says in the paper depending on where the electric charge is applied. It's sort of like, uh, an electric TV, uh, one of the, like an LCD screen where it has the different pixels and everything is, uh, you know, a charge is applied for, to a certain point on that screen for a certain, uh, to receive a certain color. Well, in this case, it's basically black or white or, you know, a color and white. Right. Um, but uh, it it's going to allow Esquire to have words that scroll across the front of the magazine. Uh, thing is, it's only going to work for a certain amount of time because in order to do that, it's got to keep a charge running to do that. Um, Xerox has a printer that will print pages of this. It's called Gyrocon uh, or Gyrocon, um, and it's reusable paper. It works similarly. Basically, the instead of having... Uh, a ball where the ink moves from one side to the other, uh, the balls are basically black and white, um, you know, on one side or the other, and they flip over, uh, depending on where the charge is applied. But basically, in that situation, uh, you print it one time and it keeps that. Uh, there doesn't have to continually have a charge because it's, the, the image is not changing. Um, but you could use the reusable, uh, paper to do that too, and the, uh, the electronic ink would give you the opportunity to have the same page in, and only use one page, and have it change depending on what it is that you need to display.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool! And uh, for you office managers out there who are kind of curious as to how much uh, how much waste, uh, both environmental and just uh, solid waste, your printers are generating, Xerox has come up with a neat little tool for you called a sustainability calculator. And you just go to the to Xerox's page and, and look for the sustainability calculator. What it does is it it lets you put in a couple of Points of input, uh, mainly how fast your printers work, how many you have, um, how many images you print on average in a in a certain period of time, and then it calculates how much uh, how much solid waste it produces, how many how many uh, greenhouse gases it might produce, um, how much energy it consumes. It can really help you see what your carbon footprint is as far as your printing side of operations go, and maybe make some changes. If you if uh if things are um looking kind of grim, you can maybe downsize the printers and make more have more of a centralized printing location, and that can help out a lot.
1: Of course, the easiest way to uh to minimize this you know, waste and electronic or impact of electronic devices is to uh, use them as minimally as possible. Don't print more than you need to, and that's that basically comes down to you and me. Right. Yep. Like I said, putting the
0: human element right back in there. Um. Yeah, the, the these manufacturers are working really hard to make things as easy as possible for it to be green. Now it's up for us to, to carry it the rest of the way. I guess we should probably wrap this up. Uh, we've talked about a lot of different subjects here, but if you want to learn more about just one in particular, I suggest reading How Electronic Ink Works at HowStuffWorks.com, and we'll talk to you again really soon.
1: Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready.
0: Are you? Running a business is no cakewalk. But with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices. And that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is, experience. So, while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office... With SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at Concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com.
1: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.